Everyone, this is Jace with Kiss Until Radio with my lovely co-host Shar Jazel. Say hi, boo. Hello, hello. Um, so we are here for Kiss Until Radio episode three. I am fresh off the plane from New York City. I literally arrived two hours ago. <laughs> um, Shar asked me which place to pick me up from um, the flyaway. Yes. Um, but yeah, I'm here. I'm back in California for maybe another twelve hours. I have a panel discussion tonight. Uh, in the meantime. Um, boy Revolution regarding uh, being growing up gay, which could be very interesting because mm-hmm. I don't think I identified as gay as I was until I was maybe 22 when I had my first boyfriend. Interesting. We're very, you know, I, I have a strong religious background and yeah, a, lot I mean, of, listen, a lot of denial. I know how it goes. I know how it goes. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that you made it here, you know. even though you know it wasn't the smoothest way on the way back. Oh yeah, oh here as in like physically in LA. I thought physically you meant like here as in a homosexual. Physi- <laughs> well, both in in both regards. I'm glad that you you made it, Jace. Mm-hmm. So Amen. welcome home. Glory to the king. <laughs> Glory to the king. Alrighty, so we're just gonna jump right into this. So first topic of discussion today on Kiss and Tell Radio is going to be the motion picture um, Stonewall Inn that is being. Or it is made, but it will be mm-hmm. being released in September. Next month. Next month. Um, so a lot of allegations, not allegations, but a lot of comments have been made regarding the trailer of this movie um, saying that it is ill-reflective of what actually happened at Stonewall. And I actually used to work down the street from the Stonewall. Did you really? Mm-hmm. In New York City. I worked at a... A coffee shop where we served beer, wine, and lattes. I just mostly partook in the mm-hmm. wine. Um, <laughs> it was so tasty. The miners were really cool. Um, but yeah, that's how that was my introduction to the whole Stonewall movement mm-hmm. because the area, the Christopher Street, um, the West Village in New York is such a prominently and now it's all like sex shops and like small bars is it really, see i haven't been i i think i'm going actually going to new york next month it hasn't been confirmed for yet. kiss and tell live new york i listen what day is kiss and tell live new york i'm confirming the date hopefully in the next couple of days i'm waiting for a as couple long of as it's not the weekend of the 11th because i don't think i can do the september 11th that's my mom's birthday and she might be out here okay it'll be after that but okay I'm well thinking... i don't i don't know when i'm gonna be in new york so okay, i have to wait well, till I mean, you, you should, know you should really make an appearance <laughs> <laughs> it's a celebrity appearance from LA. Oh, I'm Char says I was in the building. My oh, goodness. Hush. My um, introduction to Stonewall, though, mm-hmm. was through Janet Mock, who's okay. one of my you know mentors. I went to go see her. When I first met her, she was speaking at a seminar um, in 2013, I want to say, at Chicago State. Mm-hmm. And she taught, I had never heard about Stonewall prior to listening to what she had to say about it. So it's interesting, you know, the discussion around this movie. And I'm going to let you pitch it, and then I'm going to, you know, comment. Yeah, so basically, I'm going to name some names. I mean, there's Marsha P. Johnson, who is a, um African-American transgender woman who is known for, you know, throwing the shot glass while trying to be um, reprimanded by the cops. Um, Silver Rivera, who is a 17-year-old uh, Puerto Rican drag queen who was also part of the movement. Mm-hmm. There's a couple other people involved, like a, a drag king, um... And so there's a lot of people that were involved with the whole rioting who were on the front line of this whole movement. But if you take a look at the trailer, the 
character, who is obviously the antagonist, the main character of the movie, is a white male who mm-hmm. in real life is heterosexual. Um, but he plays a white gay male in the movie. Yes. And, and that's so, been a lot of people's uproar from what I've seen right. on Twitter is mm-hmm. that he's depicted in the trailer as like, you know, the white savior, you right. know, so to speak. The hero of the day. And this, this hasn't been our first time experiencing, you know, whitewashing in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. If you think back to Exodus, mm-hmm. the movie that Hollywood did on Egyptians and it had an all white cast. Right. And people had called for Because Egypt boycott. is in Africa. We forget about that. We don't forget about it, but they're so hard Society. pressed. They're so hard pressed <laughs> to want to make Egyptians Caucasian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we saw it with Aloha, a movie that tanked in the box office, right. starring um, Emma Stone, Rachel McAdams, yeah, and, and Bradley, Bradley Cooper, Cooper, right? Mm-hmm. And it's about Native Hawaiians, but everybody right. was Lily White. So this has not been the first time, and I'm sure it won't be the last, but it's just so disappointing that, you know, the director chose to make the main character a white gay man when that's not the case mm-hmm. everybody's saying you know the people on the front lines were people of color they were trans people they were drag queens it was n- it was not white gay men that was at the stonewall riots mm-hmm. yeah I, I definitely agree and like i definitely see like i read a, um an article on outmagazine.com and basically saying that people are jumping the gun saying that this movie is not going to depict what really happened but i mean I saw the trailer. There were a, there was one Spanish person. We don't know the character's name, um, but it is definitely clear with the trailer mm-hmm. that this is a movie about a Caucasian man mm-hmm. coming to New York, coming and to New York saving and day. saving the world. And you know, <laughs> I think that people because I have yet to see the trailer, but I've um, I was on BuzzFeed.com and I saw a lot of stills from the trailer, and a lot of people of color were like in the background. And I think one of the people. One of people's main gripes is that the trailer depicts Danny, who is the white gay man, you know, Mm -hmm. Captain Sabaho. Danny throws the brick. And it is legend, honey. Like, everybody knows. There was not social media in 1969, of course. Mm -hmm. But everyone knows that Sylvia Rivera is the one that threw the brick. Right. Marsha threw the shot glass. Sylvia threw the brick. So to literally erase history and take this Latina you know, drag queen completely out of the picture and mm-hmm. make that move. But like, that is what kicked it off. That is such a pivotal moment in the Stonewall story. Right. So to completely remove Sylvia from that, that ain't right. And the guy that the, that's a director, he's a he's German, right? Yes, he's German. I think I was reading that he's he did. He's gay and he's German. He's gay and he's German. And he did not learn about the Stonewall riots until he was here in L.A., at the LGBT mm-hmm. Youth Center. Right. So maybe he should have consulted with a few people prior to greenlighting this project because it ain't right. Mm-mm. Right. Mm-mm. And it was funny, I also read on that magazine that, you know, it was just bad timing because um, USC, the Annenberg School, just put out a study that said that it's an overwhelming predominance of white straight men in films. Yeah. And guess what? <laughs> the sky is blue. Water is wet. I mean, duh. Hello. So, I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see this movie. I definitely will be going to see it. People are saying to boycott it. I kind of actually want to see it just to see. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know if I want to give them my, how much are movies out here? $16? I mean, I, didn't, I, mean I wasn't planning on going to pay for it. Oh. But I just said I wanted to see it. Key, key choice words. Right. Key choice see words. See it and kind of see what 
what this was about because like i mean the movie's not out yet so they still have time to i guess quote unquote fix it and maybe edit it and Ooh, make no. it but the trailer is but the trailer so, yeah that's what, the, what are they going to do go to the editing room editing room floor and clean up some scraps and try but but before we i, I just need to say their names because it's so important yeah go ahead so go. uh marcia p johnson she's credited at throwing the a shot glass at a bar mirror when um requested by police to line up during the raid she's black trans woman she's also punch too a sex worker right mm-hmm. in the punch uh sylvia rivera oh sylvia rivera was a trans woman Street queen, sex worker, Latina, believe this is these are according to stats I got from Tumblr guys. Okay. And she's believed to have thrown the first brick during the Stonewall riots. And she co founded STAR. Yes. It's a foundation to help shelter gay and gender non conforming ho- homeless youth. There's a, I'm gonna go quicker. There's also Raymond Castro, who's a gay okay. man. Um, and he was let go by police, but returned inside to help a friend who lacked identification. And he's credited to resist arrest and physically fight back on an officer. We have Stormy D or Stormy, Stormy Delavari. And the, that is the, the drag, drag king. king yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was nicknamed, quote, the guardian of the lesbians. And she patrolled the area with the baseball bat often in hand. Mm-hmm. Her arrest is seen as a catalyst to the crowd at Stonewall becoming becoming physical with the police. And the last one, Miss Major. Now I've heard of Miss Major. She's still around. Miss Major is legendary. Major. I think she's in New York City still. I know a major. I don't know if it's Miss Major though. Miss Major. I Shout think... out to Major in Motion on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but she's a trans woman. She's a black trans woman and she's been an, uh, an activist for over four decades. Okay. Um, she was assaulted and taken in by police officers during the riot and forced I mean, oh, and she focuses on trans women of color who are often silenced, and she still works today to help further the rights of trans women. So shout out to all of those key players whose voices may have been silenced or extremely muted Mm -hmm. in uh, the upcoming Stonewall movie. Because right. like sure, I said, it ain't right. Right. I'm sure Sylvia Rivera is ruling her grave because... It ain't right. Some of these people are still alive. I think, yeah. Well, Sylvia uh, died Major, in too. Miss Major is still alive, and I think Marsha is too, if I'm not mistaken. I think Marsha might Yeah, Marsha's still alive. Probably just know Silver Rivera is now deceased mm-hmm. along with us. Um, yes. So, yeah, we want to definitely hear opinions. So, you know, me and Char are constantly on social media. So, tweet us, tweet the man that made this movie, whatever you want to do to get your point across. Um, so, we're going to change directions and we're going to go kind of like in a dating kind of weird direction with the show. So, okay. I saw an article that was kind of funny to me. I initially saw it because I saw Channing Tatum, and the article was um, bisexual celebrities that she would not know were bisexual. So I was like, wait, Channing? Mm. Magic Mike? Ooh. Mike is magical. Mike is magical. Um, But it was all deceiving because when I got to Channing Tatum on the sixth page of the article, (laughs) it was like, actually, no, there's rumors, but he had a man crush on George Clooney at one point, but never acted upon it. He also is married with a child. So that was a little disappointing. But I actually saw some of the people on um, those started kind of interesting. We all, we all know uh, Lindsay Lohan. Um, is I didn't know about Lindsay, actually. Yeah. Oh, yes, I did, because yeah. of Samantha Ronson. Yeah, you're she right. Had a I totally forgot line. about DJ Sam Ronson, mm-hmm. who she was with. Yeah, okay, so I knew Lindsay was bisexual. That's yeah, an obvious Lindsay's one. Bi, yeah, um, and then Drew Barrymore was on that list as well. Angelina Jolie with her freaky ass. I did not know where my girl Drew. Drew? Referencing E.T.? Independent Woman was bisexual. I didn't know that. <laughs> when I think Drew Barrymore, I think Tom Green. 
when they were married. Yeah. That's just, just like where a my goofy, head goes. like, kind of hipster before I think hipsters cute existed. Lisp. And I also think one of my favorite movies by her was Firestarter. I think she was like five or six in it. Have you ever seen it? I saw E.T. You need to see Firestarter. If anybody's listening know, that knows what I'm talking about, then you know that movie is thebomb.com. What is the premise of that movie? It's like a girl who the government is trying to get. Like her and her father are on the run. The government is trying to get her. It was made like in the early 80s, I want to say. And she can start fire. And she was fucking shit, for lack of better like wording. Like a superhero? Fucking shit up. Yes. Oh. The government was trying to seize her the entire movie. It's such a good movie. And oh, she's so cute in it. I look that up on Netflix. Yes. Firestarter. Firestarter. All right, so, so Angelina, Jolie. Angelina Jolie. No surprise there. Mm-hmm. Mel B. Um, Mel B. Scary Spice. Scary Spice. You know, I think I remember being, you know, young and hearing rumors about her. Like yeah. I'm talking about when I was a Spice Girl stand mm-hmm. before uh, Beyonce and the girls came. I was always posh. Always. Posh that. and Baby were my favorite. I believe that wholeheartedly. Posh is actually the first. I did my eyebrows in the fourth grade. I picked up my mom's razor out of the shower and I was looking at the Spice World uh, album artwork. Uh-huh. And I was like, I want my eyebrows to look like that. And I put I took a razor to my eyebrows. Did now, you cut yourself? I did not cut myself. Amen. Now, they weren't the best because, you know, you can't get under the brow. It's only the top. Mm-hmm. But I thought I looked like Victoria. She was Victoria Adams at the time. Thought I looked like Posh, and so there we go. But she was my absolute favorite, favorite, favorite Spice Girl. But vocally was Baby. Sporty sings down, but vocally... Sport, yeah, Sporty definitely has the best voice. Cause she but Baby she held the down the, the chorus. Baby defined the sound of the group. But yeah, who else is on that list? Um, Fergie, she told Oprah she was bisexual in 2012. Hmm. Um... Clive Davis, who I thought was a full-blown homosexual. As did I, but, I mean, hey, who knows? Mm -hmm. And so, okay, so, I love Sex and the City, and Cynthia Nixon, um, I I thought thought she was just a lesbian. Well, this is what she said in her statement. She said that she was actually bisexual, but because society just thinks that bisexuality does not exist, Mm -hmm. she just says that she's a lesbian. That's crazy, because growing up, I heard uh, from a family member, actually, a well-respected family member who I dearly love. I won't put you, you know, say your name, but I was always under the impression that bisexuality, I was under the notion that bisexuality uh, didn't exist because I was told that eventually when it comes time to get a partner, you you choose a side. Mm -hmm. You're just bisexual for now. The person wasn't calling bisexual people greedy or confused. It just was when it comes to locking something down, you're going to choose a side. So no one, but it wasn't until I got older and I realized that sexuality is on a spectrum, mm-hmm. and they say no one is a hundred percent anything. All it takes is the right one to come along, right. and whoop, there it is. Right. Um, no, I have I have <laughs> friends who have you know dated men mm-hmm. and are still not necessarily involved with them, but the men went on to date women. And, like, that's the only person, the only man that they've ever dated. So they weren't demonized and called, like, on the down low and problematic to society and things like... Or was it just, oh, he's bisexual? Because I don't know there's any been, women... There's been circumstantial... Circum, it's been very circumstantial when it comes to okay. the situation. There's been some people who have been, like, you know... I mean, like, I've dated women and... You have? I have. I did not know that. Yeah, I've been I have. strictly men. Yeah, I mean, but... didn't. I don't know. We actually talked about this. You were there at Kiss Until Live in Los Angeles about mm-hmm. the stigma with bisexual men and bisexual oh, yes. women. Oh, because, yes. you know, the great guy sounds like, girl, I got a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And, like, what? it's kind of sexy. Like, and even with this list of people, like, I would say maybe 
out of all of them, 85% of them are women. Like, okay. you can't be a bisexual man and expect to date a heterosexual When I see woman. openly bisexual men, it's usually, they usually have a look. And they usually have that emo, grunge look, and they're white. Mm-hmm. Well, we have Frank Ocean, like... Well, yeah. I, I forgot about Frank, because we still haven't gotten that album. Right. Also, Rihanna, because, I mean... She's is bisexual. Rihanna bisexual? It wouldn't mm, surprise me. I mean, she's probably fondled a couple times, but I just want her album, to be honest. I don't care who she's fooling with. Yeah, I just want that I want rape. Frankie. Frankie, where are you, Frankie? Frankie, where you are, girl? But so, was that it for the list? Um, Azalea Banks, she said that she's, there, she's breaking barriers. Um, I have a quick Azalea Banks story. Tell it. So, are you all listening? So my friend... I'm going to keep him anonymous. He did not know that Azalea Banks was behind him at the supermarket. Okay, so I'm going to paint the the picture for you. Okay, paint it. Picture it. Let me visualize. Picture it. Ralph's. Ralph's is a grocery store for those of you who don't live in LA. And he was in North Hollywood. And he said that he didn't recognize her because she was short. Like, I guess she's like 5'6", 5'7", but the accent was thick. She was there with her white boyfriend. And um, my friend was in... No, because this is important to the story. So my friend is in front of Azalea. And some older white man cuts her. And she says, you know, excuse me, you know, I was holding a spot for my boyfriend. This is before she's loading her grocery onto the conveyor belt. Okay. And the older white man is like, oh, I thought y'all were together. Meaning my friend, who's a black man, my friend and Azalea were together. He just assumed they they were together. Mm. Which even if they were, why would you get in between them? Right. And so Azalea, you know, it escalated. One thing led to another. And she ended up taking this white man... (laughs) all of his groceries off of the conveyor belt and throwing them on the ground across the floor. And my friend is like, if he had been recording, he didn't realize who it was. And she was calling them crackers. She said, she's sick of this shit. Black Lives Matter. I'm so sick of this shit. Like, she went off and I'm Ralph sure. ended up calling the police and so she went over to my friend like hey my awesome like my brother type stuff why are they calling I didn't even put my hands on the man why are they calling the police they tripping you know right. black lives matter and he said he did not realize until he got in his car who it was and I said how could you miss this right. you could have given the story to TMZ like how could you and so he ended up tweeting her he came over um, my house that night uh-huh. and he ended up tweeting her and she tweeted back like, yeah, on some, like, you know, it's proof. Cause you know, in this generation we need proof. Hello. And she was like, you know, yeah, that shit was crazy or some, or some stuff like that. But he said it was the most surreal ordeal to be in, to see her snap like that. Like she was well, she's from legitimately Harlem. sick of that shit. Right. You're not about to cut me Hello. after I, you know, was polite to you. I told you I was saving the spot for my boyfriend. And then here you come basically saying, fuck you. I'm going to put my eggs and bacon and cheese on this motherfucking conveyor belt. And you're going to have to deal with it. And. And that's what happened. Pardon my language, guys. I just, you know, I've had a lot on my, you know, whatever. And let it go, let it go. No, let no, it go. Normally, I mean, well, I, that's the kiss into our radio exclusive. Listen, normally Shaw. I'm not a, a, I don't do profanity on air. I try not to. So this is, you know, I hope no potential employers are listening right now. Well, we're this is not how I, how I act. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, that's, that's a mess. Mm-mm. But yeah, so that's just a little exclusive, exclusive. I like her. I like yeah. Azalea. No, she's dope. She's funny to me. I've never listened to any of her music, but she's a firecracker on Twitter, so I can appreciate she's her. She's a firecracker in real life. I saw her at Coachella. Oh, I can imagine. Right. I was sweating and having asthma attacks and pollination at my sinuses and that. We're going to try round two next year, but if this isn't going to be, this not going to work. I need I, to go. I've never been to Coachella. I mean, you could be Beyonce. 
Mm-mm. If I'm, I need to be with her, that's the problem. <laughs> I need to go with. You could be babysitting her, Solange, Blue Angie. Ivy's babysitter. And the RV. Read me, girl. Um. So speaking of dating, so what? My my friends, my friends that God God bless them all, and you know because I write this blog about dating relationships. They, they just, Jace, this is what happened, and I'm just like, what? So the other day, I actually got into a discussion with my friend, who again will not be named. We're not going to we're not going to blast people today. No. Um. So he was basically dating this dude, and you know they were dating for me not dating they're seeing each other i should say um for about a month or so and that he was basically like was leecher jacked and leecher tender mm-hmm. and were they exclusively dating no three months Did no you say th- not three months a month oh a month i thought you said three i was about to say no <laughs> Hold on now. That's well, 90, that's 90 well, how, damn days. Well, how do you feel about... You would exclusively date somebody for after three months? After you met them. Met them. Mm-hmm. Three months later. Would I exclusively be dating would you them? Be, would you want that exclusivity? Every relationship is different, but I'm going to say typically how I tick. The mm-hmm. tick to my talk. After 90 days, yes. Mm. Yes. I don't think that you should... That we should be out here, you know... Sharing the wealth. 90 days of my time mm-hmm. and dates and, you know, bonding and things like that. That's a that's a long time. Are you kidding me? I don't know, but if you guys are seeing each other maybe once every two weeks. Now that's different. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about someone You're who lives in, I'm talking about someone... No, 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 no. Because I don't rush things. Mm-hmm. If I'm seeing you once every two weeks, then that means that we're in a long distance relationship. Because ain't no way in hell we gonna be in the same city... And I'm seeing you once every two weeks. Okay, well then this, is where, my, this is where my thing goes. Because people the make argument. time for what they want to make time for. What they want to make time for. But then what the fuck is dating? Like, is dating, you're dating multiple people and you kind of like, kind of seeing yourself, what's, what's out there? I'm going to go to, uh, you know, Tuesdays with um, with Buck. And then mm-hmm. on Friday, I'm going to go with um, Andrew. And then maybe next week on Wednesday. That is I'm a gonna... form of dating. Yeah. When I date, so I date, it's a smorgasbord like that. Okay. I don't start off dating exclusively. You got but options. You, you, yes, I have options mm-hmm. always. And don't you ever forget it. <laughs> Hello. But no, I, let them know. <laughs> no, I do. I don't see anything wrong me. with that. I don't So either, what's the but, argument? So the argument was basically like the dude was like, we're not exclusive like that like we're not dating and the guy my friend wanted him to delete he was like well if you want to if you're interested in me why are you going to be distracted with these other people no mm-mm. that no, sound like no, that sound like what? some fuck shit mm-mm. what's the fuck shit wait what part's the so fuck wait shit? wait let me make sure i have this clear okay make it clear let me know your friend mm-hmm. asked his partner they're not partners they're they're his date or whatever date. someone that he's dating mm-hmm. Partner, to delete mm-hmm. his dating apps on his phone. Mm-hmm. And the response he got was, mm-hmm. well, if you are interested in me... No, no. The response was, I'm not going to. Because we're not dating like that. And then his response was, we've been talking for a well, month Well, you know what? That's, that's why communication is key. Mm-hmm. That's why communication is key. Because... Some people may think certain things and other people may think... I was just watching... I don't know what the name of the movie is, but it stars Zac Efron and Michael B. Jordan. 
They have a movie together? They do. And I just was watching it on HBO. Oh my gosh, I, could, I wish I could remember the title of this. You but keep it starts. Talking. I'm going to look it up. Okay, it starts off within the first five minutes of Zach Efron's girlfriend breaking up with him and he didn't even know that they were dating. He said that it was, a, it was a hookup. It's like, you know how Carrie Bradshaw talked in her head type thing? Yeah. That's how the movie starts off. And he's like, we've just been hooking up. You know, for the past six weeks, and that's how I looked at it. But the breakup was so dramatic, and she was crying, and um, yeah. So it was it was something like that. I think that that is crazy. That's why you have to communicate. If you are my the boyfriend, awkward moment. Yes, that's the movie. Check it out. The literally the first five minutes of that movie is literally what we're talking. Has about. that happened before? Has that ever happened to me before? Yeah, like no. a breakup without even like knowing. Never. I, never. There's a lot of people I've dated that I've never known. Like I dated. Like, that's oh. because people call dating different things. Right. And I think that's people are unclear, but there's no definition of dating. Like, exactly. WTF is dating. Exactly. I've never been in that situation either. I guess because I'm such a, I don't know. I can be a little straightforward. And mm-hmm. so, I like I said, I fortunately have never been in that situation. Because I don't have time. Who has time for that confusion? Right. But back to your initial point. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know if I would ask someone after a month to delete those apps. It depends on, like I said, every relationship is If you guys are hanging different. out twice a week for four weeks straight. How long twice a week? Are these 20-minute Starbucks dates? Are these movies? I mean, is this Netflix dinner, and chill? A movie is you're at the house one day. Well, I like ne- you. I like yeah. you. So I'm asking you to delete these apps. How did they Did they meet on Jacked or something like that? I'm unclear of those circumstances. Okay, see, that's important because if we met on Jacked... Why is that important, though? Because if we met on Jacked and we're hooking up, or I shouldn't say hooking up because, you know, y'all got different different definitions for that. But if we're dating, you know, consecutively or whatever, and I don't have it on my phone, I don't see anything wrong with me asking you not to have it on yours. Okay, but then what's the mis- difference between meeting at Jacked versus meeting at the park? It's a me, and if you guys two like each other. Well, the difference is, it would be silly to ask someone never to go to the park again. That's the difference. (laughs) It's not silly to ask someone to delete dating apps off of their phone that you're dating. But it also needs to be made clear what is the current status in the datation, the datization, as Trina Braxton would probably call it. The datization. I feel, okay. What's our status? Where is this going? It should be communication. Like, what do you want? Where do you see us going? For me, I'm learning personally when it comes to dating. I'm taking my sweet ass time because for me, I've always been on the, like I know what I like. Like it doesn't take me long to know mm-hmm. if I like you or not like you. It doesn't take me long at all. So I can meet somebody, go on a date with them, and hang out with them every single day after that first initial date because I know that there's something in them that I like. But see, a lot of people in our age group. It depends because some people are out here strictly to date for fun. Mm-hmm. And then there are others. See, I'm not that person. There are others that are, that are dating, you know, for to, to start laying some foundation. Mm-hmm. So that sounds like a conversation that you and your, I mean, your friend and his little boo thing need to have. Are we dating for fun? Th- or where? literally yeah. the question needs to be, where do you see this going? Where do you see us going? I think the relationship is actually deceased at this point. But I think those people who are out there like that. I mean, there's two different types of daters. And I think there needs to be a common ground and a common, common communication Absolutely. with what you want. Like, if, it's, if you guys are just hanging out and chilling, you can't. Netflix put restrictions 
I mean, have you seen that post of that pug eating the other pug out? No, I, I did. 20 I did. minutes in Netflix and chilling, and the pug just looks like... Mm-hmm. There's so many Netflix and chill, uh, hilarious memes that are out. Oh, my god! Did gosh, you also hear so about funny. the... Um, the mom the trying mom to sue. sue. <laughs> yes. I don't know if that was real or not, because I only saw it on one source. But I saw that. There's another one that's like 20 minutes in the Netflix and chill, but when oh, you want to like see, that, when you that see the ending, <laughs> when you want to see who the killer is... <laughs> That's real as hell. Have you ever Netflix and chill? Um, yes, I have been trapped by Netflix and chill, especially in college. That was when I first was exposed to Netflix and chill. Uh-huh. And I have been, yes, trapped. Yes. Yeah. Have you ever finished a movie or like, is it kind of like you? I have actually. I And I actually okay. ended up really liking that guy, but the feeling wasn't mutual. Mm. So there's that. But don't cry for me. Argentina. I'm going to be working my dream job, you know? Hello. But, um, yeah, I enjoyed doing a Netflix and chill when we literally just watched Netflix and, and chilled. Chill. That was right. very, very refreshing, mm-hmm. actually. Versus, you know, oh, great, now an erect penis is on my thigh. Here we go, you know. Mm-hmm. What about, like, a handhold? You do that, right? Handhold, the hands lead to some dangerous things with Netflix and chill. Are you really? kidding me? Oh, my God. Maybe, maybe I miss an angel. Baby, I'm an angel too, but it's just the guys that want to date me. They want all of you. Mm-hmm. Take all. Mm-mm. I'm a singing mood today. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said, it's just communication. And like, hopefully you guys like each other enough. The person is worth it that you'll. Ironically, I've met a lot of friends, like a lot of of male, like heterosexual friends from dating apps because I don't necessarily mm-hmm. disclose that I'm trans on my profiles. Right. So they'll end up interested in me and then I'll tell them and they're like, I mean, that's not really my thing, but we can still be cool. Like I have like legit conversations with some mm-hmm. of these guys and, and try to get a male perspective from some of these, like legitimately there's two that I can think of right now. One from New York, but, um, <laughs> who oh. just moved out here. But, um, yeah, so that's always interesting, you know? Yeah. This is like, you just were giving me my life, telling me that I'm just, you know, the finest girl on earth. But they, I don't know to, to think if there's something there because you, you're insisting that we keep up communication, even though you say that, you know, trans women aren't your thing. But there's been nothing. Well, well the guy from New York, I think interested. he's going Who knows? And they're just trying I mean, to I figure still out am a if person. they are or not. Yeah. I still am a person with a sparkling personality and a, and a cute face. And I'm not shaped like an iPhone 6 or a bag of laundry. Like, I have a nice body. Or a potato. No, I just, for me, I just hate, I'm not a dater at all. I don't want to go and learn about your favorite color or how many siblings you have or what's your favorite place <laughs> in the world. Me. I mean, that could be interesting if I've been there before. But, like, I just don't. I don't want to get to know someone romantically. I want it to be completely organic. And that's why I don't like dating. Yes, I like I like it being organic. Um, but I hate those little minuscule questions too. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the annoying part of dating. But my least the question that drives me nuts. Oh my gosh, this question just makes me want to punch a hole in the wall. What do you like to do for fun? <laughs> when I tell you all that dating question grinds my gears like none. Other potential fellas be warned. Oh my, I don't know why that gets to me so much. Like it's to too fun? much to let. It's too much to rattle off. 
And well, I, what did I used to do for fun? It's too much to rattle <laughs> off. That's what I'm saying. And it also depends on who I'm with and where I'm with. Depends on the setting. Sometimes I'll get uh, sarcastic and respond back. Um, I like to do the stereotypical things that everyone else likes to do. Because just just like you don't like the what's your favorite. I hate the what's your favorite color. Right. But I hate rattling off. Oh, I like bowling, skating, nice rest. Like that. I don't know what it is about that question. It drives mm-hmm. me nuts. I'd rather you ask how old I am than for you to ask, which I have no hangups about my age. I'm 27. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather you ask that than, you know, what do you like to do for fun? I don't know why that kills me so much, but I hate that question. Yeah. People ask me that too, and I'm just like, I don't know. Like I, I hate that question. I, re- I always say, take me to a nice restaurant. That's my favorite thing. Eat. Going to eating, yeah, really. The but I like going and I like having conversation over a good meal. And I like it to be, you know, a night. It doesn't have to be a sixty dollar plate, but you know, mm-hmm. just a, don't take me to Fridays or Chili's. Take me to to Toast Kitchen Twenty. Like I like, like I'll take little stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. I like the Churchill Bar. But then we go. Like, is he trying to impress you, or is that who he actually is as a person? You know um, what I mean? Like obviously, if it's an initial during initial date, I don't know if I care about that during the initial date. I don't know because either way, it's going to come out. Or... No. Whether he's being genuine with what restaurant he takes me to, mm-hmm. because either way it's going to come out if we further this, if we determine that we should go on the second date. Yeah. But if you want to take me to Mr. Chow's or Craig's, you know West Hollywood, by all means, <laughs> wine and dine. By baby. all means, you know what I'm saying. I love a good restaurant, though. Yeah, I mean, I think it's because I really do not date, and people, my friends, are making all me about this. I need to put yourself out there. I'm not really mentally there right now, which I think is mature enough to admit that. Um, but I'm taking the sky zone, or like let's do something oh, that's fun, nice. right? That's like nice. I don't necessarily like I obviously like we'll experience some nice things, but mm-hmm. like I'd rather get to know someone not trying to impress me. Yes, because I think that's where you know, Things get two months down up. the line, it's like, wait, who is this fuck boy? Yep, because first because... impressions last forever, and everybody typically is putting their best foot forward. Mm-hmm. Typically. So, typically. But that's just my opinion on it. Like, I, I'd rather meet someone, like, at a bar or something, or, like, through a mutual friend, not mm-hmm. necessarily starting off on, you know, what's your favorite color. But, moving forward, um, <laughs> this email I got from Miss Shar had me cracking up, because... The prompt, and I, I may have been a little tipsy when I read it as well, which made it even more funny. Yes. Um, also, I'm a homosexual male. But the headline read, um, should a man pay for a woman's babysitter to take her out? Mm-hmm. And it was a question posed by MadamNoir.com. Dot com, that right. came across. That's one of my favorite blogs. Shout out to Madame Noir and For Harriet. They're two so, of my favorite blogs. Black I, girls rock. And I screenshot the um the message from the website. Um, I guess it, this looks like Facebook. It's all blurred out. Because um, this, what the message that the status that you're about to read was actually initially placed on Baller Alert. Their Facebook up, and so Madame Noir <laughs> caught wind of it because of the discussion happening under it. Mm-hmm. Now, go ahead and read this status. So let me, everybody, just take it in right now, okay? So I just had this guy ask me to take me out. So I asked him if he's paying for Zakori's babysitter. LOL. He told me that it's not his responsibility. Responsibility, and where's the father at? Father or fathers. Mm-hmm. So I think he's trying to be rude. 
Um, I told him it's not my responsibility to go out with fuckboys, and my child's father told me I, could fuck with, I can't fuck with lames. LOL, it's too early for this shit. Good morning, kissy face. So, for clarification, Zakori is spelled Z-A apostrophe, apostrophe capital Corey, C-O-R-E-Y. Right. For clarification purposes. Zakori and the fathers. Um, so. So, <laughs> so I, I saw this, and granted, like, well, actually, there's, the, there's no gay men are having kids. I feel like it's oh, more yeah. prevalent than it was 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it is a Actually, there was one person I was kind of interested in who had a kid. Um, I was going to be a damn babysitter. But in the heterosexual world, if I was a heterosexual male interested in a woman to take her out on the first date, no the fuck I'm not paying for your babysitter. I did not knock you up, lay on top of you, penetrate your vagina, your expensive vagina that you had a kid. Like, no, like, I'm not paying for your babysitter. Are you crazy? Mm-hmm. And then for for her to call him a fuckboy. Yeah, that he's, she went a little too. But you know what? Madame Noir was saying that a lot of people share in that sentiment that you just voiced. But mm-hmm. there were people that were refuting that. Right. My thing is when a man asks you out for on a date, it is for it is under the the guise or it is the general understanding that we're going to enjoy each other's company. Right. So not, I'm not about to pay you to enjoy your company, and that's how I look at it. Right. It's, I didn't look at it as oh you're taking a mother away from her child because mommy needs break t- breaks too. I'm not a mother, but I have friends that are mothers, and mm-hmm. I know I have family members that you know mommy needs a break. You know, Uh-oh. and um. That's how some people pose their their stance on this. Like, oh, you're taking a valuable time away from the child-mother interaction? I don't think so. And I totally agree with you, Jace, by the way. I do not think a man should pay for a babysitter if he ask, asks you out. Excuse me. If he asks you out. Mm-hmm. Where did I do that at? Like, it would be nice if he offered, but I certainly don't think you should go around asking right. for it. She was clearly entitled. Like, I just thought that was ridiculous. And, like, that mindset is just silly to me. Mindset is toxic. You're not... And even, like, the fact, like, you shouldn't even be necessarily giving off that information. Like, the person is trying to get to know you. Like, you could tell somebody, like, oh, by the way, I have a son or I have a daughter on the first date. But if someone asks you on the date... You But, like... I don't see how she felt comfortable. Um, I'm going to imagine that that's someone that she didn't really like. Because I... In my head, let's think about this. Let's mm-hmm. really put, pick this apart. Mm-hmm. In my head, if he was on, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Physically or externally, the man of her dreams, if he looked if he like... was sexy as hell. Sexy as hell. I don't think she would have said that. I don't think she would have said that. I think so that, she would have paid for her own damn babysitter. Yes. <laughs> she would have found a way. Call mm-hmm. Big Mama up. She would have found a way. I don't think that she would have asked... Like I said, it, that's why I said ex- externally, because you, you don't know how the mind ticks. Mm-hmm. But if he walked up and he looked like, you know, the last hot dog at the barbecue and you're hungry. Mm-hmm. Hot link. I don't think that you would. Um, I don't think that she would have asked for that, honestly. Mm-hmm. honestly. That's a good analogy. You know, like people say that you should look at the person that you love, like your food coming to your table after you've been waiting for a long time. Mm-hmm. I've never been in love, if that's the case. Oh, I have. I've been infatuated, but I have never <laughs> been in love. No, seriously. I've been infatuated. I've been head over... Well, not head over heels. Let's, let's be clear. I definitely... But, I think I've been infatuated and thought it was love, but then out, out of it, I was on. like... Mm, mm, Come on. Mm. That was definitely an infatuation. 
Um, that's another story from the day. But yeah, I just I'm happy because like me and Char both agreed not to talk about our standpoint on the situation, and I was terrified that she was going <laughs> to agree that this woman should have had this man pay for the views, and she felt entitled. Because I was like, Char, no, no, no. Like, yeah, <laughs> no. I, I purposely, normally we don't even discuss the topics prior to the show, but mm-hmm. this one, I didn't even want to, I just want to make sure you read it. Mm-hmm. No, I read the all. article. I read the article, and I read the standpoints, too. And, like, even with that, too, it was like, I did, The okay, standpoints, like, the ones that were rebutting didn't make sense to me, and I'm an objective know. person. They didn't make sense to me, so. Yeah, and if some, someone also made a, um, a great point about feminism. Like, you're over here talking about I'm a woman, I'm an independent woman, or like, I, Question. or it's like, tell me how you think about <laughs> it. But like, you want equality, and not only do you want this man to pay for your meal, but you want them to pay for your child to be sitting. Like, he's not eating the meat? Yeah. Like, you over here begging for equality, and like, no. And then, especially with no, this no, being no, a no. first date, it's something about it being the first, this were the fifth. Uh, or if he would have offered, like you said before. Like I said, it's totally different offered. ball game. But to ask a man on a first date, I wouldn't. If I were a man and if I were straight, I wouldn't take your ass out either. Never no. mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never Thank man. you. Thank you for your text messages and your sex pics. But it was funny, her reaction, calling him a fuckboy and stuff. Because I was, I like, you know how you read People certain things and, around. and your face gets turned up? Mm-hmm. Like, my top lip was curled reading that status. Mm-hmm. Everything about that status, I just was like, girl. Oh, I gave Jace face. Hey, girl. have you seen Jace face? No. I'm a single, like, I, I made a Jace face meme. Well, my <laughs> friend made it and then, well, took the picture and made it and sent it to me. Um, but I guess I give looks like um, resting bitch face, mm-hmm. and it just says okay dot dot dot. I'll send it to you. Like it's, it's circulating throughout my friends. Cool. Um, I'll send you my new question meme. I don't know if you've seen it. I haven't it's, seen it. It's a question like when someone asks. <laughs> it's like this black guy. Is his picture circulating around? And it's a whole bunch of black question marks uh-huh. around him. Oh yes, and then, like, right. And the then big smile. They did one with the Beyonce. Mm-hmm. They did one with Beyonce, and so then I added one. So I've been circulating. It's on my um Gosh. on my Instagram, but I've been circulating it around ten- uh, uh, Twitter. Ooh, I almost said Tinder. Ooh, bloop. <laughs> you on Tinder? I am. I'm not ashamed to say that I am on Tinder. You shouldn't be ashamed. Tinder's not. But it's strictly for entertainment purposes. I want to make that clear because Tinder ain't where it's at. You think so? I know so. Based on based on my individual experience and research. Tinder is just, you know, there to be there. I met my boyfriend on Tinder. Well, my ex-boyfriend. I know. I have one of my. I have. I know two people who met their significant others on Tinder. <laughs> That's funny. I think I have seen this. I'm, I just brought up my my meme, or is it a GIF? Which one? That which? that would be a meme. A, a, a meme. GIF is the moving. GIF picture. moves. This is my meme. So I'm gonna. Yeah, it just says okay. Yes. I'm giving Jay's face. Yeah. So I don't think Tinder's bad. I know I know I, people who have established success from it, but for me, my experience has been hypersexualized. And don't ask me why. My titties aren't out in my pictures. My legs ain't up. It ain't none mm-hmm. of that. But my experience has been strictly hypersexualized. So sometimes when I'm not feeling good about myself or feeling a little dysphoric, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll hop on for a compliment or two or to flirt. I mean, I that mean, never hurt anyone. It. You know, oh. some, sometimes, you know. Well, you're gorgeous. Well, thank you. I told you that today. Thank you. Char picked me up. I was like, look at this blonde. This hair just in the wind. Just going like Beyonce. <laughs> I'm into it. So, anyways, that is it for Kiss Until Radio Episode 3. I hope everyone enjoyed. Um, again, signing off at Jace Barron, jacebarron.com. 
Info at jsparron.com. All that, all the jsparron. Shar, take it away. I am Shar Says So on everything. SharSaysSo.com. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook are all Shar Says So. That is Shar with an S, not a C. I saw one of you all mentioned me on Twitter last week. I think it was maybe last week, and it was a C. No, my name is Shar, as in Shar Jackson, Kevin Federline's ex girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Char says so on everything and also, um, be sure to visit the website and all my social media. I'm going to be on after buzz TV today, dissecting the bad girls club. I'm going to be playing Ian Levanzant to this new season. Mm. <laughs> I'm kidding, but no, seriously, well, they I'm going to be in that house. Okay. I'm going to but be, girls. um, on after buzz today. So I know that this will probably air later. So just mm-hmm. make sure you check my social media. If you want to check me out there, it's uh, also a podcast, but it's also mm-hmm. going to be YouTube. So you guys get to see me in motion. Hmm. So, yeah. Do you think Charlie Jackson asked for people to watch the kids? On first dates? No, I don't think she does that. I don't think so either. I actually like Char Jackson through the TV. I've seen her on Hollywood Divas a few times. You know, Thomas Vaughn is on that show. Uh-huh. Hollywood Divas is a spinoff of R&B Divas. Oh. On TV One. Are you unfamiliar? Netflix and chill. Hey. All right. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>